Hey, it's Tardy Toad Party. He's Bill Montreal and Daniel Rudis with all our officials and fairs. He's a new this first time around. We also go chronologically through the Disney Through the Decade section on the Disney Plus service. And then we're not going chronologically through Disney. We're going through the Disney Through the Decades. Touche. It's important. Because yeah. that, that distinction is important. Because well, if you're saying, we'll be Dumbo, we don't have to do Dumbo. Yeah, we just realized last week that Dumbo, <laughs> for some reason, is not in the Disney Through the Decades collection. It's on Disney+. Plus, and we're talking mm-hmm. about the original animated version, but mm-hmm. we're just assuming they must have buried it for some reason. So if people go looking for Dumbo, they just like end up watching the live-action version, I guess? Maybe they were like, too much racism? Yeah, because I think last week, if we were going truly chronologically, we should have been talking about Dumbo last week. And considering neither of us, Dumbo maybe both of our... It's probably my least favorite of the Disney animated mm. features. Uh, I have no problem skipping that, which is funny because then we were talking about what... Exactly how we're going to tackle some stuff in the next couple weeks because... We've, like, the end of the 40s in the Disney Plus collection is a little bit of a, a mess because there's a whole bunch of shorts, but but also, like, right here at the very end, there's three of the Disney package features, which are pretty much just collections of shorts. Yeah. And so we're going to jump uh, back and forth a little bit, and we're actually recording two episodes in a row today, so we're recording two episodes about, just about the individual shorts, and so... Forgive us if we we're not quite referencing exactly what we did next week in the future and stuff because we're recording we're we recording slightly out of order even with what's on Disney Plus, which is also in of itself out of order. And like I said, because Very Dumbo's so. not there, it's also pretty incomplete. That's so. I honestly wonder if <laughs> if if they just made a mistake and that's why not Dumbo's there because no one cares about Dumbo. No one is bothered to report it, so they Disney has no well, idea. I don't know if they gave much thought to what order they put stuff in, because, like, um, yeah. the Santa Claus cartoons comes before the flowers in the trees. Yeah. And that's not the way Sometimes even these shorts are, like, by order of years out of order, for seemingly no reason. Yeah. I mean, they're at least within the right decade. Maybe Dumbo will be in 1990. Who knows at this point? <sighs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, I'm, we also always have the option to go back and talk about Dumbo if we really find ourselves hard up for some reason, but... Yeah, if somebody pays us a lot yeah, of money. I think I've even got, like, Dumbo on Blu-ray around here somewhere, so it's not like... I mean, we get it. It's not... The access isn't a problem, because like I said, it's, it's on Disney+, Plus, but... Dumpster somewhere? God, it's just... You know, it's funny, too, because I know so many people love Dumbo just because it's got, like... The, well, you know, actually, from an animation perspective, the only... I love the pressing elephant. Well, that's everyone talk, which is funny. I love that we're actually spending more time talking about Dumbo this week because we're not talking about Dumbo. But um, everyone loves the people who claim to love Dumbo. <laughs> I'm even suspect of people's supposed actual affection for Dumbo. The people who claim to love Dumbo only seem to love it because it's got the sad mom shit in it. I and like pink elephant. I was about to say, and from an animation perspective, the only thing that's really remarkable about it is the pink elephant. Yeah, stuff, and the but. Casey Jr. song is all right, but that's that's pretty much it. They got the Casey Jr. song in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and also the racism with the crows, and that's from a historical oh, perspective. Yeah, that's, that's everybody's favorite part. And so I'm glad that, like, I mean, it's, which is also fun because we were looking at the calendar and also thinking chronologically. If we were, I think, if we were supposed to, if we were, if we were going to be covering Dumbo. Recently, I think we'd be right around the same time we'd be talking about Song of the South too, which we've already talked about Song of the South before That's we true. ever came up with the idea for Disney for the decade. So if you want to jump back and oh, years ago, God, it was like two years ago at least. Literal we about Song, years. Yeah, Song of the South. We both found a copy of Song of the South in the internet dumpster. So 
the fact that you know what the, the fact that we went out of our way to talk about song of the south makes up for the fact that we didn't talk about dumbos so there you go that. anyway this week we're talking about what shorts are we talking about this week we're talking about double dribble not the, the video game double dribble. Yeah. i would love uh, to not... see a black and white goofy sprite <laughs> doing a <laughs> layup on the hoop yeah goofy a night for a day chippendale uh mickey's delayed date mail dog <laughs> rescue dog so it starts out good it's it's got some goofy it shorts. starts out <laughs> yeah. it starts out with the good stuff and ends with the bad dog starts stuff off promising yeah, and then yeah. Uh... you know i was thinking last night while watching the the pluto stuff mm -hmm. um i don't know if i've had this i should put a bullet in my mouth <laughs> I don't know if I've articulated this before, but while watching the, the Pluto stuff last night, I got to thinking the part of the reason why I don't like Pluto, other than his, like, gruesome character design, it's kind of anxiety-inducing, too, because Pluto's mm. this guy who's beholden to Mickey, who the only time mm. Mickey Mouse ever develops a personality is when he needs to treat Pluto like shit, so Pluto is forced to do something. And so Pluto is always stuck between a rock and a hard place where Mickey Mouse is suddenly an asshole who suddenly commands Pluto to do something. And then Pluto mm. has to go do that thing. And then he's fucked from beneath from by, by whatever critters get into his, his other wildlife that gets in his way of getting his yeah. job done. Under threat of punishment from Mickey. And so it becomes like if mm -hmm. you're a kid watching those cartoons, I think there's a weird... Like, I think the Pluto cartoons can be extra anxiety-inducing because you kind of like... You, you get that childish childhood fear of like letting down your parents and that you're going to be punished by your parents because... Pluto's kind of got that relationship with Mickey. That's a weird relationship yeah. to have with Mickey, who's this, the, the most passive, milquetoast piece of shit character in the entire cartoon universe. And uh, Other than just the gags aren't that good, too. So both on a surface level and also like kind of a weird, murky, like thematic, like what's going on in the, 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 the gooey parts of your brain stuff. The Pluto stuff is always kind of weird. But at least the goofy stuff is funny because it's just physical violence. <laughs> that's all That's all <laughs> yeah. that stuff is. And that's the first one. It's There's not a lot to say other than that's just... And I was watching the double dribble last night, too. I got to realizing, because when the cartoon first started, I was like, oh, man, that's going to be a lot of pencil mileage. Having, like, is it nine players per on per team? Like, no, throwing five the ball? per team. Is it five? I don't know shit about basketball. I, I never lived in a city that had its own basketball team. Um, wait, does Portland have a basketball team? Yeah, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Let's put I grew up in Pittsburgh, and they did not have a basketball team. Um, uh, and so I realized as we watch more of these goofy, uh, sports shorts, I realized how much they get away with either, either just focusing on A, crowd reactions, B, mm -hmm. the scoreboard, or C, a, a, a little diagram of the playing field with the little dots. So they don't have to yeah. actually do as much animation of the characters, actually. They don't have to animate, like, a dozen characters on the field interacting. Um, mm -hmm. so, and then they actually, well, this one, they especially get the, they, they recycle the whole, what's it called? No, it's not the tip off. Is it the tip off when they, when they go for the ball at the beginning? No, it's the jump ball. Whatever <laughs> yeah. They like, recycle that bit of animation like six times in this like one, six minute short. So just two goofs slapping each other in the face. Yeah. So is there anything else to talk about this cartoon other than just like, cause there's not even a story. PU. Yeah, well, Nothing fun. but goofs. But some do at the very beginning a couple are smoking inside the auditorium. Yeah. Um yeah. do you get to the see the way team's got the one guy? Yeah, this... I don't why did they why the fuck did they decide these goofs don't have ears? These goofs it's how 
You know what? Probably one less thing to draw. I wonder if they were just like, we gotta do, we got so many goofs to draw this cartoon. I think there's also a bit on the, uh, when they show the goofs on the sidelines, some of the players are like, there's one goof who's like filing his nails even though he's got gloves on, and I thought that was weird. <laughs> because, well, and actually there's a whole bit where they cut like a goof's shoes. Uh, he, mm -hmm. he, he like bursts through his shoes, so they reinforce the fact that the gloves and the shoes are actually fake. They're not part of their body. Which I think in one of these cartoons, I think it's maybe the the, the night goofy one. They reinforce the fact that like uh, this is my weird thing with the goofy being black from head to toe beneath his clothing always kind of grosses me out. And there's more of that shit in these cartoons too. But uh, and this is also the thing too. Like half of the cartoon turns into the coach just yelling at everyone and getting all freaked out, which also happened to the football one. Chomping I think. on his cigar. Yeah, which I'm assuming it's almost the same character, probably the exact same character design, because it's 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 the coach with the trench coat, the cigar, and the hat, and everything like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the the the, the, the <laughs> what little story is in Double Dribble is that there's like a two foot tall goof on the team for no reason, who yeah. gets called in at the end when they're about to lose. Also, the that's... referee's cross-eyed. Oh, and that's. Just... And man, it's all the old, most oldest 1940 shit. Cause like all the action is is accompanied do, by like a big like also, marching band. Like doo, 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 they doo, doo, also doo. steal the joke from The Simpsons, where the guys are just passing to each other, but the announcer's acting like it's the hottest damn thing ever. Oh, is that a joke? Ripped out right off from The Simpsons <laughs> soccer episode. Oh, was there a soccer episode of The Simpsons? Yeah, wow. Pele versus whatever. What the hell season Uruguay. was that? Was that like season 27? No, it's one of the early ones. Yeah, because the only sports-related Simpsons episode I know of is, is the uh, the softball one. But Which, actually, speaking no. of writing it's, for... It's the very start of the episode. Man, someone quoted something on Twitter yesterday from that episode, and I was like, oh, man, I, I meant to rewatch that last night. Because it is shocking how funny that softball episode is for someone who knows nothing about baseball. So I have no idea. I have no reference for Daryl Strawberry or Sammy Sosa or whatever. They, they just shit. That episode's fucking... I love that shit. But anyway, so they, there was like a little fucking... Uh, 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 goof? Yeah, there's a little goof. I was going to say there's a little... Uh, who's the guy from Game of Thrones who I like so much? Peter Dinklage? Yeah, a little pink Peter Dinklage goof. Who's uh, suddenly thrown into the game at the last minute because I think all the whole of the team gets fucked up. And I think he gets propelled into the nets... Uh, yeah. one of the bad guys, like, smashes the floorboards, and he gets, like, seesawed into the net, and that's how he wins the game-winning thing at the end. Mm -hmm. And there's one last fan in the crowd waving a flag, and that's the end of the cartoon. It's not bad! It's just no, hard it's... to encapsulate. It's a, it's a goofy it's game. It's a lot of slap. It's, it's like the football one. The, it's just constant goof jokes, yeah. one right after another, just... More sight gags, but than it's it's else. a harder short than usual to encapsulate the sport sports ones at least because there's there's even less plot than usual. It's just all gags, but it's it's cute, small mm -hmm. anime and stuff. It's goofy, can't be that bad. There's no goofy yell, but what can you do? No. And there is because we're recording two episodes back to back today. I think it's in the second batch we get a goofy yell from a non-goofy yeah. character, which is rare. Maybe the first time that happens in the. In the in the in the Disney canon, but so that's double it's dribble. Pretty, the ending's pretty funny. The guy sings good old PU in it. Oh, that's the gag because I have the sound off. But like, okay, that's the because it's PU and I guess University <laughs> of U U U U. Or is it supposed to be <laughs> PU U U? Yeah. Yeah. So goofy night for a day. Yeah, I can't tell if this is better or worse than that one. <laughs> well, this is interesting because they decided to take the whole goofy sports thing. But transplant it back to medieval times, which is an like interesting the, idea. 
And I do like the way at the opening, the castle drawbridge slams shut and crushes several <laughs> uh, presumably goofs in it, yeah. just murdering them. God, I love this goof society. So in, in the goofy, which is funny because we talked about the goof movie, was it all goofs in that city or was it a combination of goofs and ducks and stuff like that? I think city. you. I know it's all supposed to be goofs, but I think at some point you did mention. I didn't notice them, but you mentioned there's just some straight up humans in the background. That's that and there's a yeah. Oh, in the goofy movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I get the feeling that they meant to like goof them up a little bit, but forgot at the last moment, so they're just humans. Because <laughs> like some of the yeah, some of the goof goof them up. <laughs> yeah, because there's some people in that goofy movie. That are essentially just humans, except it's like either like the black nose or the like they give them goofy ears, and that's what makes them a goof. Yeah, and they forgot to yeah. do that, so that there's, there's some like a couple yeah human background characters, but yeah, so it's like olden times. There's a knight and a squire. Red hot plum pudding is being slung instead of peanuts. Oh, Gross. is that what that is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just the winner. <laughs> this uh, I, mm -hmm. I love that this is. I don't think this is necessarily riffing off of actual olden times as much as the olden times as presented through like 1930s historical films and Prince Valiant comics because yeah. everyone's got those like felt costumes from like the adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn and the mm -hmm. knight that the squire is besquired to has the Prince Valiant hair to the point that like the squire has to put oil in the dude's hair and he's got like yeah. the fucking He-Man hair you know Mm. Man, Prince Valiant, what a fucking Sir. lame ass comic strip. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who read that? Who? I, because that was still around when I was a kid, and I just assumed they must have been rerunning it, but no, I need to look this shit up. When did Prince Valiant start? Because that must have been one of those things where, like, the original person who drew it, who started it, who was probably 98 years old when they started it, oh, 1937. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh, so Prince Valley would have been, like, as a comic, would have been, like, ten years old at this point, so this is totally kind of riffing off that shit, but... But, yeah, there's a little... Well, this is actually a story of another little goof, too, because the squire... Uh, Which was night. worse, Prince Valiant or that that dude in the flannel that talked to beavers or whatever that was? The hell was that? Oh, what the hell know. are you Sally, talking? It's... Sally Worth? Sally Worth? No, Sally Worth was a doc. Wait, Sally Worth? No, I no, I know. I'm, I can't remember the Great Outdoors name of that one. Man, maybe I never saw that one. Comic. Maybe. Okay. But yeah, Sally Worth and Prince Man, Valiant. there were some the real realistic comics. comics yeah. Comics. Well, there was always that chunk of the comics, like the ones that ended, like at the very back end of the comics, was yeah, the realistically drawn. Man, why did they have that shit? They should have had like fucking Terry and the Air Pirates or some kind of actual adventure shit. If you're gonna and have then like... when it, eventually, like maybe when I turn twelve or thirteen, they're like, let's take one of these pages of the Sunday comics out and just put in like a word jumble and a bunch of shit for little kids. Yeah. They, the comic yeah, section must have shrunk considerably, because I can't imagine that many people are like still drawing uh, Sunday comics these days. It's nothing so, but Jim Davis and Dilbert. That's now. what I'm saying, especially with like the death of the newspapers. Like, who's going out of their way to like who? Just anytime, use it to wipe your own ass. Yeah, anytime in the 21st century, who is going? Oh, you know what? I need to get a newspaper strip. I'm sure there are people doing that because people are stupid. <laughs> mm -hmm. Says one of the chief stupid people in the galaxy. Um, there's always gonna be someone who says, who looks at a dead art form and says, I need to get in on that, but yeah. Anyway, but we're not talking about that, we're talking about fucking... Anyway, the winner of this jousting, she gets the hand of the fair maiden in the tower, she's got a pink veil on, and I thought there was gonna be a joke of what was behind that veil, but they just didn't want to draw a lady goof, I, I It's kind of one of the... <laughs> I can see someone behind the scenes drew that design, they're like, ugh. 
We can't put that in the cartoon. <laughs> but they had the Lady Goof mermaids in the, yeah, I know. the How to Swim episode. Maybe they got some notes from the from the like the ratings board, and they're like, no, that's that's too fucked up even hey, for when, us. You probably already passed it, but when you meet the challenger Sir Loinsteak, did you notice the drawing on his wall of the chick with the huge knockers? No, I didn't. <laughs> like in, inside his like little. On the very on his <laughs> the left, yeah. That is uh, that's great because that's something that you would. Oh shit! Okay. No, I totally missed that. I didn't realize we actually got to see inside of his uh, his his shit. That's great. I do like uh, uh, what's the loin steak. I love that his shield is just the brick shield with like the remnants of a metal shield. Like no, 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 not the chal. Not sorry, not the challenge. The sort of loin steak, the blonde guy. Oh, you're talking about the chief guy. The the yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I saw that there's a portrait. That's sort of loin steak. There's a there's a picture of a lady with uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then to the left of that one is just some huge cans. Oh, man, I totally didn't even notice. Wait. No, why would you? Oh, yeah, that is really... No. It is... You know what? This is also another weird thing where, like, the princess who the, whose face they hide with a veil, she has human skin, and... Oh, okay, I see it. <laughs> I remember, it's literally the first shot you see of the of the main squat knight with the squire. Yeah, it's, like, childishly drawn, a picture of, like, a little... You need to screen cap that and make that with some of the podcast art. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is like a stick. It almost looks like a Wallace and Gromit character with these giant, like, J-cup tits. Yeah. Mm. That is fantastic, yeah. So, anyway. um... Anyway, that guy's real cool. Yeah. Apparently his squire's a huge dork. You can tell because he's got red hair. Ah, man, that's a good point. Squire also, drops... I wonder if the prince or the, the, the knight, the main knight guy, is supposed to be a character or someone specific because they draw him with, like, baggy eyes? Maybe. So I don't, I don't know if know. that's supposed to be indicative of, like, a specific character from, like, the movies of this era or something like that. But, yeah, anyway. Go Maybe. ahead. Anyway, he, while pushing that guy under the horse, he slurps out, like, toothpaste. It gets knocked <laughs> out against an anvil or some shit. Yeah. So the narrator says, hey, boy, now's your chance to ginger fuck. Get up on that horse. Be a jouster. Yeah. Which is what happens, because the rest of the cartoon and is all about the the squire pretending to be the knight. Yeah. Here comes Circumference. Oh, that's okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Grandpa, you scamp getting in there and writing jokes. Oh, man. Oh, so you can tell he's a badass because he smokes and his horse has stickers of the other horses he's murdered. And this is the guy I was saying, like, he's got, like, his, his shield's all battered, but it's, like, lined with bricks from behind. And he's got, like, a yeah. his jousting stick is actually just, like, topped with a giant can opener. Um, old timey can opener. I forgot that. And was the old church key, cut, which is funny because it's totally one of those things where those things were going out of style even when I was a kid. And so, like oh, yeah. anyone watching this after I was like after we were born, would probably be like, I don't care what the why is it? It's pointy. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they they, they 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 try to fight and circumference wins, but then the, the nobility says bravo, bravo, but the fair maiden boos him. <laughs> And, but that dork's still alive, and then they he gets knocked into bleachers. Stuff happens. He uses his fist as a as a sword because the sword broke earlier. I thought that was clever. Like he uses well, he, yeah, that was he uses the, the the arm from his armor as a jousting mm -hmm. pole, and he uses that to punch the bad guy. To, it essentially beats him into submission with it. And mm -hmm. I love the part where he actually uses it as a. Uh, brace to kind of like push the guy's face back and the bad guy's like swinging a sword at him can't quite reach the hero guy uh, I thought that was clever it's and funny. then they steal the joke from the Simpsons where Homer boxes where he just wears the guy out and knocks him over well people stop cheating from this Disney, Disney stop stealing from the Simpsons god damn it 
Uh, I do like when the, the bad guy's about to beat up on the good guy for 10 minutes, he, like, rolls up the sleeves of his armor. It, it, like, it mm -hmm. crinkles like tinfoil. That was a great gag. But yeah, no, that's the whole end of the con. It's, it's just, like, the last, like, like two minutes of the, of, of the short is just the bad guy just repeatedly just beating the guy's armor to a pulp until the guy... Yeah. He just, like, literally just, like, falls asleep, right? Yeah, yeah and then the princess it. kisses the, the squire a bunch, no joke, with her veil... And then circumference gets swept away. Chump one day, champ the next. Oh, oh, what a night for it! What a day for a night, and what a night for a day! <laughs> oh, and they even make a joke at the beginning. It's a cold night. It's a hot night. Like it is so weird how the princess has like white people skin. Like she's a girl, so I guess she doesn't get all the black parts that all the male goofs get. Like, just looking at that know, character man. design now, it's, and again, like, the skin coloration of the goof stuff just freaks me out so goddamn much. I don't know why, but this is just built mm -hmm. another brick in my in my case of just, ugh. Ugh. Goofs. Yeah. Don't want to so fuck That's done. No. <laughs> that's done. And then it's Chip and Dale. Oh, why didn't they put the D on? Oh, yeah. Well, I think this is before they realized you could just take the A out, too, and just make it Chip and Dale. Um... Chip A and Dale. It Why, is. What? This is one of the rare occasions where, like, they split the difference instead of just either going Chip and Dale, or Chip and Dale. They go Chip and Dale. Yeah, it's a weird. But also, again, just looking at the fucking art for the the fucking this episode, the landing page art. If you actually click on the episode before it actually begins, it's another mm -hmm. like badly traced image of them rather than just using a like an actual screen cap. Someone had to go and do like a, a really bad Photoshop Somebody. trace. Somebody needs to give Disney some money. I, they're struggling. What the? I know exactly. We keep on hearing in the news how little money they're, they're making. Um, technically, this is a Donald Duck cartoon. Yeah, because it starts with that great Donald Duck song. Yeah, <laughs> which is I love that they're just talking about what an asshole Donald Duck is. They're just mm -hmm. talking about his temper. It's great. Mm -hmm. Oh man. So it's winter time, and snow is she blows. Donald's cold as hell in bed. He's tired and pissed off. He got no firewood. He goes outside in the snow with no pants on. That's gonna make... That's not gonna help your situation, You're so Donald. cold, Donald. Yeah. He chops some wood. Yeah, but oh no, that, that tree that he chops down has two dork chipmunks in it and all their nuts for the winter. Yeah. Donald tops down, takes it inside. They try to get their nuts. Well, he gets his matches, but he gets back, lights that shit on fire. Dale tries to kick him a couple times, but whiffs it. He's got his black nose in this card. I was about I so know. Dale, the stupid one. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense because, like, usually in stuff like it's usually the smart one is first. So Chip is, is which one's Indiana Jones? Which one is uh, Magnum PI? Dale's Magnum PI. Okay, because I never really saw that cartoon. The only thing I know about the cartoon is everyone wants to fuck that mouse. Uh, Apparently, yeah. So Monterey Jack's a fine-looking dude. <laughs> all those pictures I've seen of Monterey Jack and Slave Leia gear and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously, that's all I know about fucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, also the NES game is supposed to be pretty good. Also, this I guess they, it is. They came out with a sequel game. I guess there's two of them for the. Uh... Yeah, Chippendale Two is very rare. Well, they're co-op games. Yeah. Um. Which hey, the, the, of course, Capcom Disney game. Anyway, so Chip and Dale are fucking up uh, Donald's stuff. The whole thing is yeah, just they, like they keep on trying to steal the fire. They get wire, spit out the fire, yeah. and they grab the log, walk away. Donald notices their legs walking away and says, termites. <laughs> Donald, no. He's cold. Don't His brain Donald. not working that good. Apparently. 
he opens the front door for him, but lifts the law off of him, and they leave, and he laughs, uh, he laughs all the way back to the fireplace, and he says, apparently, boy, those guys slay me, but I didn't hear that, I just heard, <laughs> it is funny, you've got yeah. three characters at war with each other, with each other that no, you can't understand a single thing any of them fucking say, so. Did you notice they subtitled Chip and Dale? Are you serious? Yeah, Who's and watching like, Disney cartoons with the subtitles on. Unless you're well, deaf. It's, it's weird because it's accurate subtitles, but the ladies that are doing it because it was usually ladies that did it, like some some uh, ink and paint girls. They just grab whoever. Um, That's hilarious. Or just saying random shit. Are like they? that has nothing to do with the story. I could have sworn there's a couple moments where I could catch what they were saying, and it was actually like no, no, there weird. are some, okay. but, but some of the times they're just, they're like, just yeah. saying. They're just saying stuff like, hey, let's go crack some nuts and when they're arguing. Oh, okay. It's, it, and they, well, they that's funny then that you would accurately subtitle that because, mm -hmm. yeah, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. The witches, but so, they can't bother to like draw decent landing page pictures for the episode, no. but then they'll do that. Disney yeah. Plus, you're fucking crazy. You Disney Plus, you crazy. You got Yeah, you got Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, so, here. yeah. I do like the bit where, like, Donald... He, I like the bit. I like the bit <laughs> where ahead. he puts the, the the log on the fire, and he puts the snow off, and then the snow lands on his face from the chimney, because I think that's towards the end where they're on the rooftop. But. I like the fact that when you put the closed campaign on, the sound effect of squelching <laughs> is what they decided to use squelching. for the sound of the snow hitting the log. Squelching is pretty good. Just as a as a as a as an on alpia, that's a pretty good squelch. Mm. It totally sounds exactly what the sound effect is gonna be like, but I think I've skipped ahead no. action. I've gotten to the point where like No no you're they you're practically murder uh fucking uh, Donald yeah. Duck at the end with a giant snowball. Yeah Donald comes up on top, loads them in a so snowball, sends them off the roof, and uh that one of the captions that Chip and Dale say here is, Oh boy, I sure took care of him. Was his face red? But that is in regards to nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Chip runs to the top of the hill, sends That's Snowball down. Dale knocks on the door. Donald opens it, gives hit boy Snowball, crashes in the back, goes flying out the back, knocking <laughs> out that door. They grab their log and leave. Dale opens the door, kicks Donald right in his asshole before leaving, and they run off in the distance in a That's the end of the cartoon, yeah. Donald just left to die inside the remnants of his Donald's own door. Donald just wanted to not die from hypothermia, <laughs> these assholes. Also, there's other trees you could cut. I mean, this is the worst sense type shit to do, but there's other trees he could be cutting down. He doesn't have to go to war over this one piece yeah, he of fire. He didn't know they were in there. It just looked like an easy one because there were no branches or anything yeah, exactly, on it. exactly. Yeah, uh, that's cute. I, I don't know if this is the first time that Chip and Dale ever actually show up. Um, this may be... It must be, because it's called Chip and Dale. You would assume so. I did look it up. To, you know, this is the other thing, too. This got me thinking about... I this As much as I love Chip and Dale, I love Chip and Dale. The blasphemy, mm -hmm. I want to say, is this got me thinking about who I think may be the superior Chipmunk characters. The characters from the Looney Tunes cartoons, the ones who are like, Oh, yes, what are you talking about there? They're the super snooty Chipmunks? Oh, I'm yeah, sure yeah, they have awesome. names, but they're the ones all, oh, doobly, blah, 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 blah. They're not chipmunks, they're gophers. Are they gophers? Oh, okay. Yeah. They are always... always underground. Yeah. Oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Well, I looked it up to see if uh, they, like, like if, because they, they, they're essentially the Looney Tunes equivalent of Chippendale. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, I looked it up to see if uh, one may have been a ripoff of the other, but no, they pretty much both came out at the same time. They both came out the same year, at least. So, uh, who knows, but, like, I do... I think... Well, we do encounter the Disney's version of Gophers in this, and blech. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Give me the Looney Tunes. Oh, filter. yeah, no, that's kind of fucking tits. Yeah, so... Tits? I do fucking love the Looney Tunes, just, like, the indubitably, like, oh, which is funny, because, like, they're slightly sped up, but they're not incomprehensible. And mm-hmm. I was looking it up, it turns out those, uh, those Gophers were voiced by Mel Blanc and Stan Freeberg. Which is hmm. funny, I didn't realize Stan Freeberg did stuff with Looney Tunes. Stan Freeberg being, com- like, radio comedian and stuff like that, but... Yeah. He did... The guy that wrote Freebird. <laughs> Someone's made that joke before. Play Freeberg, and then they just do the, the, the John Marsha sketch. Uh, anyway, so... Anyway, yeah, anything anyway. to not talk about That's, Mickey's I know, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the fucking thumbnail now, I'm like, I don't know. Can we, can we talk about what's going on in Animal Crossing recently or something like that? <laughs> so, yeah, we get another... Yeah, nice landing page art, you losers. Oh, God. Are you... Wow. So, when we're doing this, are you... Oh, yeah, see, it's another, like, kind of half-ass traced. That's not even half-ass. That's, That's a quarter like of ass. Paint, like, who's doing this? It seriously feels... Like, Can we get a documentary about the person that draws these? <laughs> it seriously feels like it's, there's It's a... gotta be somebody that's like, Disney gave me two hours to draw 105 of these. I, well, it's either, like, you know what, that's actually probably the most, like, legitimate. Like, they, they probably found, did find a good artist, but who was paid, like, $5 to draw 100 of these in, like, in an hour. Because uh, otherwise, I was gonna say that, the, like, it feels like almost like a Disney Plus executive decided to, like give his kid a big break so like hey kid do you like my my 15 year old deviant art son do you want to re- like trace over these screen caps from these disney plus cartoons so they can be the landing page art but yeah delayed date uh i was the tri- the one big piece of trivia to come out of this cartoon uh this is the last time that disney ever voiced uh mickey mouse Hmm. He was, I, which kind of makes sense. This is, looking at the date now, it's 1947, which makes sense because this is right around the time Disney would have been starting to think about, like, Disneyland and all the new, like, the idea of, like, getting into, like, live-action documentaries and stuff. So this is the part where, like, this is right when the part where, this, like, Disney's really, his entrepreneurial attitude starts to really kick in and he starts doing a lot of stuff that's not cartoon He's like, so. guys, I can't keep falling asleep during these recording <laughs> sessions. <laughs> God damn, poke me with a stick. God, I'm tired of this shit, so. I guess he figured it was more important to attend a mainstream, the Disneyland mainstream streets blueprints drawing sessions than it was to uh, come back and keep on voicing Mickey Mouse. So I think the person they got to voice Mickey Mouse after all, in all, all the cartoons after this was like some random guy in the sound apartment. Um, mm. I would love to see, <laughs> I would love to see the one impromptu afternoon where they had to, like, have, like, impromptu, like, who's gonna take over the voicing of Mickey Mouse next, so they probably got over, like, whoever thought they could do the voice, probably all brought him into a, a soundstage and everyone had to, like, do their best Mickey, and, god, how, Mickey Mouse, such a sh- that, you know what, once Walt Disney stopped voicing the character, they should have just given him a different voice, so they could have started, because I think that's, that, that's what really doomed Mickey Mouse. It's like once Disney stopped doing the character's voice, the fact that everyone still felt obligated to do that. Huh, huh, I'm Mickey Mouse. Oh, I have no personality and I just sound like this. Um, because you can't build a character. That's not a character. That's terrible. No one wants to hear that. That's why did Mickey Mouse is practically mute in most of these cartoons. But anyway, I should. I'm talking more about this when I should be talking less about this cartoon. But uh, 
fucking Mickey decides to go on a date. Well, no, Minnie's waiting. That's for what happens. A, I don't care. A big dance tonight, fun for prizes. Oh yeah. Mickey and Pluto sleeping like a bunch of assholes. She calls, and then Pluto picks it up, snore, and she's like, "Hey, asshole, you're late for the date." I mean, I've been over here for an over an hour. Now Mickey's on the phone. You get here in 15 minutes, or we're through. Oh, no. How so badly has Mickey... been Mickey fucking up that this is, like, the make-or-break moment in his relationship with Minnie? Jesus Christ. So as Mickey washes his filthy, disgusting body, Pluto <laughs> shenanigans of oh, him trying to get this... a sentient top hat to do work. I don't think we'll get to see Mickey's, like, feet, because he, he strips naked to get the tub. And we'll get to mm -hmm. see his gruesome black feet and his black hands. And I knew you'd have problems. That's what I'm saying. I always have problems when you realize what these characters look like without their accoutrements. And, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. it, just, it just looks... You know, sometimes they'll have, like, feel like in the previous goof short we were just talking about, I think they showed that they still have, like, fingernails or toenails. And it's yeah. just, like, extra just, like, I don't like that. That's just meh. I'll never understand exactly what drives me so nuts about that stuff. But, but anyway, so... I had to rewind it because I thought I missed something. But the the beef of the cartoon is Pluto trying to collect all of Goofy's or uh, Mickey's stuff. Mm, well, kind of. But like Not, his these shorts are all like six six and a half minutes. But Mickey's really hat is alive. Put him down. I guess. Because I thought I missed something. I was like, was there like an uh, an extra smaller mouse who snuck into uh, uh, Mickey's hat to make it seem come alive? But no, it's just. For some reason, Mickey's hat is just fucking with Pluto. And that's, mm -hmm. that's like, half the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and Naked Mickey comes out of the bath, he falls on the bed, which... And Pluto chased some clothes onto or something, it's... and the wall comes and he goes, falls in the wall because it's one of those beds. Yeah. Then he comes out and he's in his tux, and he tells Pluto to grab the tickets, but when he does, oh no, they fall out of the envelope and onto the floor. And like a real dumb asshole, Mickey doesn't check to see if the tickets are in there before he puts the envelope in his pocket. Yep. So, Mickey tells Pluto he's got to stay home. I should be more home. enthused about this stuff, but anyways, I'm sorry. Nah. Nah. <laughs> then the, he runs off to the dance, almost getting murdered a couple times by cars and motorcycles and shit. Pluto notices the tickets, gives chase. Mickey falls in a trash can. Pluto slams into that trash can. It goes rolling, lands outside the dance. But oh no, Mickey's suit tuxedo is all tattered and he's got a soup can for a hat. But what is this? Minnie's wearing rags too. Because you see, it's a quote unquote hard times costume party. Oh. What the fuck is that? That seems like bad taste. I guess by 19. How rich and privileged are these assholes that they're like, you know what? We Let's have fun and dress up like poor people and dance. I guess this is like 1947, which is just like, I guess like it's right after the war. It's just long enough. I guess you could start like making fun of the depression, I guess. A little bit less still than a decade. poor people. Um, <laughs> that's true too. Just like I like the idea. This is not even making fun of the depression. It's just specifically making fun of Ooh, poor Bill, people. I need uh, you to read the posters to me that are behind Minnie. Yeah, uh, I, was, I, I was about to point that out. The film. Yeah. The, oh, this is Toss, one of these, these cartoons were Toff never Smith. <laughs> Toff Smith, Pip Film Jim Boo. Yeah. These cartoons were never meant to be seen in HD because we're seeing the shit better than they were ever seen by like the people who, who saw them in the theaters back in the day. But yeah, it's, it was it's the strike fantastic. still going on. 
Uh, no, this one, I mean, the strike was, like, ni- just for, like, six months in, like, 1941, okay. but this is, like, 1947, 1948, so the little strike is so a no long excuse. time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which, again, they just never thought, that, like, even if you're looking at the signage uh, behind Mickey when he's running around through the streets being chased by cars and shit like that, it's all just, like, pishu blah blah blah. Like, it's just, like, yeah, it's, it's just all gibberish. Uh, the one thing I did like was, uh, Mickey is knocked down into one of those street freight elevators? Which mm-hmm. I always thought, like, I've only rarely ever seen one of those work in real life, but, like, I like the, they have this in the cartoon where, like, yeah, yeah, like, if you're ever walking down the street in front of a store and you always see one of those big piece of metal gratings in front of it, they're covering up, like, the basement freight elevator. Uh, and I, there's a whole thing you know where Nikki, Mickey gets knocked into one of those holes, and but he gets brought, like, elevated back up by some cargo being brought up from the, from the freight elevator. But... Yeah, but it only lasts for, like, 15 seconds. Charlie Chaplin saw this movie and said, mm, that could have gone on for 15 <laughs> more minutes, and it would have been hysterical. I could have made a 90-minute movie out of this one gag and driven into the ground and gotten, like, 12 Oscars for it. <laughs> and and used to, like, sleep my way with, like, like, four, like three 14-year-old girls. <laughs> That's a reason why we haven't gone back to do any Chaplin recently, but... <laughs> he sucks so bad! Chaplin sucks dick through an iron straw, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> God, I, it's yeah. not like he's, like, the worst thing we've ever covered, but in proportion to how much he's lauded by people, mm-hmm. it's... He's terrible, though. But yeah, so Mickey... Oh, Mickey, hot garbage. Turns out, like, Donald's got the... Or Pluto's... Fucking Jesus Christ. Goofy's got the tickets. Yeah, gives them to Pluto's got the <laughs> you said his gore, so you go, Mickey. I'm your subservient little man. I got a collar on him naked in public, just like I like. <laughs> Makes my my fucking dog dick hard and rigid for yeah. you. So Pluto gives them the tickets, they wink at each other and it ends. That's it. <laughs> We've tricked your girlfriend, Mickey. She's such a dumb moron. That's the end of How the, the fuck did Mickey not remember that it was a a a trash bag party. Well, he seemed to have forgotten about the existence of the party altogether. Um, yeah, it's... he knew where he knew where they had to go to get there. Yeah, that's true too. I do like you get to see like kind of like a 1940s streets when he's being chased through the traffic and stuff like that. That's always kind of a nice little time capsule. But yeah, again, just proof that like Mickey centric shorts are just boring as shit. Uh, well, but at, not at as... least when you throw Pluto in there. But yeah, not as boring as when you. Take Mickey and just have Pluto. Yeah, here we go. And <laughs> here we go. It's my shortest section of notes in this whole eight pages. Uh, this feels like one. The last two shorts in today's uh, uh, episode. It feels like they wrote one cartoon and just divided it in half because it's both uh, both this. Uh, we're talking. The first one is Pluto's male dog. The second one is Pluto. Uh, no, 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 I'm misreading the goddamn title. It's just Mail Dog and Rescue Dog. They're both yeah. about, <laughs> they're both shorts about Pluto is inexplicably working in the Arctic, and he has a job, and his job hinges on a single object that is stolen him from him by an animal who he has to chase in order to get his job done. That's both of these mm-hmm. cartoons. So the first one, he's, uh, which one? Oh, no, it's the first one, he's, it's the male one, right? Well, the first one, somebody watched Saludos Amigos. And I was said, about to say, it totally feels that like. That is a boring <laughs> short about a plane delivery mail. I bet we could make something even more boring than that. We could make a whole Pluto short out of this one dumb gag. Mm hmm. God, fucking hate cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> A plane is flying. Weather sucks. <laughs> Winks are icing. Fuck this noise. I'm out of yeah. here. So they drop the mail to have it delivered by dog. 
And a voice on an overhead speaker says, Hey Pluto, take the mail to Quagmire Station and do it in a timely manner. The mail has always got to get there on time, so he takes this it. This is an off, interesting please. idea. I, I wonder, is this how the mail works in like faraway places where they just drop the mail out of a parachute? Which in respect kind of makes sense. As long as you Runs. can guarantee that the, the, the wind isn't going to blow the parachute like you're going to blow the mail into a river or on top of a mountain or something like that, but... Bruto um, runs into a totem pole. This is one of those cartoons where oh yeah, the top totem pole. Uh, this is one of those things where like the, the how the real world mechanics of this would have worked in 1940 is more interesting to me than the, actually the the cartoon that they that they're riffing off of that. But anyway, so uh, but yeah, so Pluto's he's so a male guy comes out and says hey yeah yeah you got to take this mail you got to take yeah you got to dude wait did you already say yeah, that yeah. yeah. I did. Okay, shut up, Bill. And then he runs into a totem pole. They bark at each other or whatever. And then he keeps going on. It's, uh, how did that joke come to be? <laughs> what, the totem pole? What was the writer's room for that? Hey, let's this, have, this card let's already have half Pluto over. Run, in, run into a totem pole in the middle of nowhere just so he could bark at it. Hilarious, is, guys. You did it. This cartoon is so good. It's, had, it's half over and it's only had one joke and it wasn't that good. Welcome to the Pluto world of Pluto. Keeps <laughs> He sees some steam, no. turns out it's a rabbit with big old feet. Yeah. And it wants to shove them up Pluto's asshole to keep warm. Oh, is Pluto that the joke? That, okay. shoves him away. Okay. Now these two are going to fight for a while. Pluto chases the rabbit, but the rabbit sees a sled and the blanket covering it and wants to get all warm in the blanket, so it climbs under. Pluto comes back and says, I don't know where he could be. They sled down the mountain, chasing each other. Probably Pluto the best gag is blanket. When, well, when Pluto does the where, where, I don't know where the bunny could be. They do the cute gag of the bunny's actually beneath Pluto under the blanket, mm. and like Pluto's looking around, but like he's using the uh, the, uh, the the rabbit's paws as his own paws. That's mm. maybe the one joke in this cartoon. I thought I was like, okay, that's kind of cute. Also, I think it's a real flex for Disney to say, hey, you know what? We're going to create a, a wacky bunny character who harasses the main character who's kind of just going to be like a realistic Bugs Bunny because it's like going to be this little asshole gray bunny rabbit. Um, they yeah. could have made it look any color or anything like that, but... Yeah, they never used this design for a rabbit again. No, it's kind of specific. Yeah, it's a very one-off kind of design. But yeah, so uh, yeah, well, Pluto does go chasing after the bunny rabbit off a cliff. Yep. Yeah. Falls down. Crash. Boom, bang. Him and the rabbit hit the rocks. Sends the mailbag flying. A hand grabs it out of midair and says, Great work, Pluto. Yay. Pluto tries to eat the rabbit, but the rabbit's like, Hey, look over there, asshole. And some guy getting on a plane says, See you next trip, old boy. Now Pluto and the rabbit are best friends. Pluto walks home with the rabbit in the blanket on the sled, and it ends. It is so wow, weird that how they're suddenly friends, and that's it. This is what happens at the, at least the next cartoon is a little more explanation as to why they would be buddies at the end. But, like, that's it. And, well, yeah. again, it feels like they just came up with a random ending because they just came up, like, they had enough ideas for two cartoons for the same premise, and so they would, like, it doesn't matter how these cartoons end, it's just, like, let's, we gotta keep on using these jokes. So... And the next one is Rescue Dog, where it's the exact same mm. premise, except now it's a seal instead of a bunny rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Pluto's in a dog cabin just for him. Rescue Dog. Dog duty. He's got one of those barrels on his stupid neck. Which I thought <laughs> is, I thought that was just supposed to be St. Bernard's, but I guess not. Also, it's funny because I thought there were going to be more gags, because I know in some cartoons where they do this... Where they play with the stereotype of the dog with, like, the barrel of whiskey around its neck. Sometimes that barrel of whiskey will be heated, and they'll make more jokes throughout the cartoon. It's only until, like, the last very end of this cartoon 
that they point out that the barrel is heated. You think you could have made more gags about that? To even even just to set up the idea that it is heated, that it can be used to rescue uh, Pluto at the end. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, so you don't watch cartoon yeah. shorts for like in like internal uh, uh structure, but oh, yeah. no. Anyway, especially Pluto shorts. Anyway, he falls through some snow and down onto some ice where the barrel floats and then is lifted up by a seal who horks at Pluto and then Pluto horks back. You know call him Puka? Seal. Uh, it's I'm also sure, slightly, It's I hate to say the word, I keep on say, swearing every time we record one of these podcasts, I'll never say the word again. Slightly kind of Cuphead design for that seal too, so it's a slightly unappealing. Mm. Very slick and oily looking seal too. Uh, yeah. It looks like a sexy goof, a baby goof, I don't like it. <laughs> this so, black skin, ew, oily black skin. This, the seal balances the barrel on its nose, because that's the only joke they had regarding uh, seals yeah, yeah. back in the 40s. Hey, I just, like, balance things on their nose and go, yeah. right? That's what they, that's all they're known for, right? Yeah, so that's, you got it, Larry. Seal just continues to fuck with uh, Pluto, steals the, the barrel, and the yeah, Estars does more tricks with it, but bouncing on its nose. And... Yeah, Pluto walks, the seal's under him, then it takes the barrel, Pluto chases him, they go in a cave, and it continues to be boring inside the cave, too. Really, it's just a little bit of a chase until uh, the, the seal tricks uh, Pluto into running off of the cliff. And mm -hmm. crashing into a frozen lake below, and yep. this is the whole now rest get, of the cartoon. Now watch a dog die. This and it goes, this goes on for like the last. This goes on for like three minutes, like the last half of the cartoon. It's Pluto <laughs> slowly drowning because then he tries to swim up out of the water. He can't find the hole that he fell in. Well, the hole that he made when he crashed through the ice, and so he's slowly dying. And at least to the seal's credit, the seal's like, "Oh shit, this is fucked up." So he runs down there to help. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's weird that it broke character instead of just saying, it's like, this is fucked up. It's weird that how a character, like, it almost feels like we're witnessing the inner life of cartoon characters where they're like, like, we want to fuck each other up, but we don't want to murder each other. I gotta go save that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, so there's a whole little, there's a whole, like, even a horrifying bit where uh, Pluto seems like he's found his way out of the ice, but it turns out just to be like an ice bubble that he stuck his head through. And so, uh, I guess the, um, a seal goes back to that ice bubble, smashes it with the, with the barrel of whiskey, and uses that mm -hmm. as a way to get into the water, tries to pull, uh, it actually does pull Pluto out, and yeah. Pluto's an ice cube now. Yeah, hilarious, he gives him some hot, hot booze. Yeah, this is, this, uh, I do like the thing where he, like, he takes a sip of it. And, like, puts it in the ice, and, like, the little slug of booze, like, worms its way through the ice into Pluto's mouth, which is enough to warm him up and melt the rest of the ice, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pluto hiccups, because booze, and now they're friends. They hork at each other. They hug, and then it ends. That's it. Thanks for nothing, Pluto. <laughs> and... That's, yeah, it's two cartoons that are practically the same cartoon. And, and then somebody slapped their friends. leg and said, hey, that seal was great. You know what we need? How about we give him another cartoon, but this uh, time we'll throw Mickey in the mix, too. He's like, as soon as the credits start rolling over the cartoon, they have, Disney's like, can you smell that, boys? I smell, I smell franchise appeal. This mm -hmm. <laughs> but that'll have to wait till next time because that's, that's number seven yes. for recording. Because you know day. when you go back in time, you think about classic Disney characters. You think of the classic Disney seal and how how yeah. well that oh, thing yeah. went over. Uh, you know yeah. what I hate? I hate all the stages in the Kingdom Hearts games where you're running more <laughs> running around with the Disney seal. He was such a mm. huge hit character. 
God. Everybody loved it. I mean, one of the covers of Electronic Gaming Monthly was like the reveal of the Disney seal was going to be in Kingdom Hearts 2 back in the day. It was amazing. Blew everyone's Epic mind. Mickey 3, the seal returns. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They were saving it specifically because there was a huge bidding war just to get the rights yeah. back for the Disney seal so they could like build the whole third game around them. Is, I think it was a little stupid. The tagline was the seal is broken. And is this, this is the picture of just the seal about to shoot himself with a gun? Uh-huh. <laughs> Emotionally devastated seal. Oh, God. So that is... Actually, we didn't manage to talk about that shit for, for, for almost 50 minutes. I'm kind of shocked. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Certainly that's... how lackluster those shorts were. They were fine. Uh, you know, considering that half of them were terrible... <laughs> <laughs> I we're gonna talk about more Disney stuff we like eventually. I swear to God. Um, I mean, I, it's always a fun time to talk about Disney stuff. Even bad Disney yeah. stuff is still entertaining to talk about. So, don't want to yeah. make it sound like we're just slagging on this stuff too hard just for the sake of slagging on it. But oh God, Disney stuff. I love Disney stuff. That's terrible. Yeah, that was fine. It's definitely not the best batch of shorts we've talked about, but. It's also not the worst, shockingly. Well, because the fact that it's half Pluto, half Chippendale. Well, yeah. well it's part Chippendale. It's a, it's a real roller coaster because you got Chippendale mixed with Goofy mixed with Pluto mixed with Mickey. So we're pull being pulled in six different directions in this one goddamn batch of cartoon. Yeah. Um, so next week, even though Fun and Fancy Free is there, we're going to skip that for the time next being. Time. We're going to come back, though. But what's, what's the next batch of no, cartoon? No, no, no. So... Oh, <laughs> I confused the fuck out of you last night. Texted you about. Yeah, we we're pl we, yeah trying to schedule we're, stuff. And I got confused. We're not gonna skip fun and fancy free. We just always record the because sh the shorts are so short recording sessions. We just do them both so we can knock out. Dude. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Next week it's gonna be whatever the hell you pick next. Yeah. Well, I meant to say next Which week we, what what our next Disney Plus episode was gonna be. Yeah. Our next Disney Plus will be fun and fancy free. Oh, it will be. Oh, yes. I see. So we're just making a super so, future episode. So it'll be you, oh. then Fun and Fancy Three, then you, or whatever. And then you yeah, yeah, the and then this, and Mickey and the Seventh Seal. Yeah, Mickey and the Seventh Seal. Oh, okay, okay. So we're gonna be recording. What this. do you think Mickey sounds like with a Swedish? It's talking Swede. You know what? I'm sure there's gotta be. Would they go? Would they go out of their way to redub the cartoon characters, like even back in the forties? You think, or they just put some? I don't know about the. Because like these, but... none of these cartoons are dialogue independent enough. You think you could just, at the most, you could just slap subtitles on them. Uh, but yeah. oh, Jesus Christ! Oh no! Exactly. Oh, God, I fucking hate these voice. Because it's just so bad. They could have But yeah, okay, so. Uh, well, it is, uh, which is funny because like the, the the like the three features we've got lined up in our path right now are practically we're practically talking about shorts anyway because they're just like shorts yeah. bundled together. In fact, actually, one of them I think is like seven shorts because even fun and fancy free. I think that's Jack and the Beanstalk and one other short. I mean, they're shorts, mm. but they're like both like twenty minute shorts. Whereas I think it's Melody Time. Is the Melody Time the ones that's like seven cartoons? Right. Yeah, Come seven. Yeah, so that that of itself is practically just a shorts episode of Disney Through the Decades, except it's just packaged together. I don't even know if there's any kind of theme theme to that episode or anything like that. With Melody Time, you think they're all musically related, but 
And then at uh, the last thing in the 40s uh, tier of ne the, the, the Disney Plus, we've got The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which is just Wind in the Willows and the Sleepy Hollow cartoon together. So, And, yeah, that's Man, just... I'm, I, I look forward to talking about The Wind in the Willows, because who the hell gives a shit about The Wind in the Willows? I... How is that still a ride at Disneyland? People fucking love that Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I have no it idea. It sucks. I, you know what? Whenever I see, read people talking about, like, like their, their advice about how to get hit all the best Disney rides, they still, people, their guides for Disney stuff like that, is always like you got to hit Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and, and P the Peter Pan ride first. At least Peter Pan's been slightly updated with like LED oh, it has lights been? Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, they always talk about like those are two of the most popular rides like 50 years so after they, they were first unveiled. <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, like, oh, let's go to Cardboard Hell and have some hot air blasting. I blast wonder it on if it's face. just awesome. the novelty because you don't have too many scary dark rides at a Disney park. So I wonder if that's like like I've never even I don't even know what that ride looks like I've never even looked up footage all I need to hear is people talk about it. and the fact that it is just cardboard cutouts it's not even animatronics or anything like that but yeah but we'll talk about that stuff eventually we'll like uh, so yeah. yeah I'm assuming that even though we're gonna be recording it in five minutes you won't be hearing that episode until like that probably like the first week of September or something like that but anyway I have no idea what I'm gonna talk about next I have a whole bunch of ideas uh, lined up um. Did I read this list before? I have some ideas. Uh, maybe? Uh, Rebel Without a Cause, The Fall, mm. Austin Powers, A Knight's mm. Tale, Amadeus, mm. The Mummy, mm. With, mm. <laughs> with Nail and I, Streets of Fire, The Peanuts Movie, and The tre tre Treasure of Sierra Madre. That is That's the list. Quite of, the list. That's, yeah, you can tell I'm, I'm being pulled in a bunch of different directions like some of these cartoons. So, not that mm -hmm. the, even my, my selection will be from that list, but that's just the list of potential ideas I have right now, so... Um, unless... You just want to watch the friggin' The Mummy so you can see that hot-ass babe. Well, some, that's what got me thinking about last night, because I've never seen that whole movie. I've only seen the parts... I've only seen the parts with the hot guy that all the girls loved. And there's fucking Rachel Weiss, And I know I did catch the part where she falls off a boat, and she's, like, in a wet mm -hmm. nighty. And I was like, mm, how you doing? <laughs> Everything else I've seen about that movie looks terrible, though, because it's all CGI bugs and shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I just throw that on there as a possible... I didn't realize that movie's over 20 years old now, too. Jesus yeah. Christ, time keeps counting. Um, time keeps but, counting. Well, I guess well, we'll figure out what we're talking about next week sometime. Something, something. Something, something. something. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys yeah. have any preference for any of those things that I mentioned, uh, we almost talked... I feel like last fall we almost talked about the Peanuts movie. Like it was, it was discussed. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Only oh, the reason the Peanuts movie came back on my radar, I was looking at stuff that's uh, five years old this year, and I did see the Peanuts movie. We'll be like five years old as of like this November, so we're we're mm. like it's not we have to play super hard and fast with our rule about how everything we talk about has to be at least a minimum of five years old. But uh, we'll talk about stuff. Yeah, I started watching Treasure Sierra Madre and with Nail and I, they seem okay. Mm -hmm. Um, they're both on HBO Max. Do you, do you subscribe to that bullshit? I don't, we have HBO, I don't know if we have Max. That's, you know what, and I think they said something about how... Because I don't how... give a crap about HBO, but my wife watches it. Oh, yeah. Well, if you get HBO Max, you get HBO, I think. Mm -hmm. I think? I don't know. I don't know. Shut poo 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 nipple nipple. Poo poo nipple nipple. <laughs> New name of our podcast. Changing the last minute, poo poo nipple nipple. Dude, that would make sense for us. Oh god, so how we wrap this up? Ah, uh, that was much 
crappy shorts. Next time it's gonna be. Who boys? A Pluto. More Pluto. Like Get hype. I wish I was dead. All this Pluto. Did they? I'm like, I need to look at the 50s. Is there a point where they realize that Pluto's not good? Well, I'm looking at the short. Man, we need to. Yeah, we really do start to figure out exactly what we're going to be covering and whatnot. I think. Because very soon it's going to start become a much more riotous mix of stuff. Um, yeah, no, the, we there's actually. I think we may be coming to the end of the Pluto stuff. Actually, yeah. uh, there's some more. They chipping. pushed him big in the 40s. I think. Yeah, there's more. There's Pluto's Christmas tree. Is that the only one? Uh, oh my God, we only uh, have, might have like two Pluto shorts left. A long no. no three. There's Pluto and the Gopher. Oh, so they did come up with a rip-off Gopher character. Yeah. Oh man, I hope Looney Tunes sued over that because I can't imagine they're fucking. Oh, they're good. That Gopher must come back because I'm looking at the the. He's been. He was in one that we. I was gonna say already. that that Gopher design looks familiar. Yeah. If he wasn't used before, he gets used again later in something like I think one of the features, like maybe even like Robin Hood or something like that, but. Still not as good as the Looney Tunes. <laughs> I love that this whole... We talked about six Disney shorts, and my one takeaway is, oh man, I love those Looney Tune goofers. Indubitably. Those chubby cheeks. And they were just kind of walking around like their pants were filled with shit. They were like, ah, yeah. Because they had their arms raised. And like, no, 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 no. Anyway, it's just, they were funny because they were snooty, and you don't get too many snooty Looney Tunes characters. Shut up, Bill. Anyway, he's muttering on Twitter, on the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tired Podcast, TardPodcast.com. This is no short one. You just spread around, whatever. Spread it. Thanks for killing an hour of your life. Yeah. Listening to this hot garbage. Hot, so hot. As we're recording this, it's like triple digit weather, too, so. It's true, I have air conditioning. Now, that's right. I'm glad you live in a condo with, like, like actual like, triple I air. have a house. You do have a house, not a condo. <laughs> I can never it's tell true. what the difference is. Condos are attached to each other. Oh, really? Okay, so it is freestanding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, until next time, we're going to watch something else. Uh, this time it was Disney, whatever. Uh, see you next time. Uh, I'm going to be the bad Dale. I'm going to have red red nose and teeth. And I'm going to oh, fuck okay. up this ending. Because you're the smart mm -hmm. one, and I'm... The... You already stopped recording, so no one's even going to hear the second half of your conversation. No, I'm still oh, going. You're still recording, because I was going to say, this is the part where I was going to suddenly launch into a diatribe about how stupid and ugly you are. No, I know you did oftentimes say some <laughs> extra bullshit, so I wait till... <laughs> no, I will not portray you. I will work together to carry this log that is this podcast to our home. Uh, shut up, Bill. I totally... The nice thing I said, I was quiet for a second, so I could totally cut it off with the part where you actually ended the podcast. Shut up, Bill. We're going home. Okay. Adios. Adios, bitches. Sorry,